I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. Your, your audio is not working. Your audio is not working. Fuck you. Do you not hear me? Now I hear you. Fuck you. Do you see my name? I do. Yes, it's very clever. Congratulations. <laughs> Tell everyone what my name is. It's just suck my dick, Rob. <laughs> suck my dick, Rob. <laughs> That's, 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 <laughs> for, for as much as you go to the like all all of my friends are just trying to crucify me and put me in the lion's den like you i i am truly the one in this relationship who is constantly put in the lion's den you know? i was literally talking to someone the other day about how like i was thinking about it i was like yeah basically every friendship i have is built on me just antagonizing the shit out of them over and over and over like every i've just i just i've just existed my friend's life like satan to job just antagonizing them constantly i don't know it was god who was antagonizing job yeah but satan matt Matt, i i have studied the torah and i don't (laughs) i don't know about you a good catholic boy want i don't want you your confirmed ass lecturing me, a good a good mensch of the of the Judeo people, one of the tribesmen on the uh, on the Torah, and well, really you that whole thing was about how how God just wanted to fuck with this guy because he right. negative. That's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, you do. Wait, hold on. Is you combing your hair because you're gay or Jewish? Which one was that? That guy. Uh, that Big John. Okay, yeah. Big John thought I was gay because I combed my hair, and that I was Jewish because I was friends with you. That was it. That was it. That was the folks. For those of you that don't know, there was a delightful man who was in Robin Mind's life who who, who 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 asked me if Rob was gay, and I said no. Why do you think Rob's gay? And he said, I don't know. He combs his hair, and then and then also said to me said to me it was like well you and rob are jewish right and i said well i'm jewish rob is not jewish why do you think rob no man like, that, oh, no, he, hangs up that with we, he and i had the conversation about how how i was jewish well you, how you do just, you know me and him didn't have a conversation as well i mean it's it's entirely possible that you had a second conversation with him about that it seems much more likely that i told you this story and you have retold it enough times that in your head it has become your memory because again you are you are a tormentor. You are the you are the Jehovah to my to my faithful Job. You are putting me in the lion's den and 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 sicking foul beasts upon me all day and all night. And all I wish to do is uh, praise Hashem Worsh, and, ra- and raise my livestock. How much? It, it, I, I'm legitimately impressed by your knowledge. Honestly, I am. Yes. You, 
What's it I'm called? a good Jewish boy. You are. And you, with all your Jewish Catholic boy. school morals, I will welcome just... you into into the tribe, my friend, with open arms. Mm. I don't want to become a Jesuit, Matt. <laughs> first off, first off, like I fucking read enough to be a Jesuit. Those nerds are reading constantly, all the time, always yeah. reading, always reading. Not fulfilling, not fulfilling their duty. Listen, are there still Protestants? Yeah, more than ever. Way to go, Jesuits! You fucked up society of Jesus. More like society of losers. That's what I say. All right. Well, before we piss off like several hundreds of millions of people, let's uh, let's let's well, get there are started. a billion Catholics, Rob, with a B. There are so many Catholics. You ever think about that? There are so. Many I know Catholics. your people are quite numerous, whereas mine are actually quite <laughs> few in number. We're rather special. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, which is none of you, because the only person who listens to this is Aaron, but aspirationally speaking, we should we should clarify that the line of this joke is that you are actually, despite having in the past few years decided that you, you're going to make it one of your various bits, that you're just going to be as Jewish as possible, you're actually a confirmed Catholic who went to Catholic I, I school. Did, I, did, I did go to a Catholic school. Uh, I guess I technically went to two. I always forget that my university, I would always forget that my university was Catholic until like Christmas time was like, and then I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Because I'd always be like, this is a bit much. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And then, Whereas yeah, I yeah. was like a Christmas and Easter Catholic who yeah. uh, never went to a Catholic school and is constantly mistaken for Jewish. That's true. That's true. People, people. <laughs> I told people, you this. But before, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. My, go, yeah. my roommate on story. Easter, her, uh, her mom um like got like very nicely got like the whole house like oh, some like yeah. candies and such and like bought us dinner like for easter and like my roommate like very like proudly defended my honor as like mom not everyone in this house celebrates easter <laughs> and and then when i told her i was in fact raised catholic she said that i got she got passover vibes from me <laughs> which again is a, is a mistake that people are constantly making i don't entirely understand it but but yeah. let me tell you, as, as a Jew, it is the most baffling thing because all Jews have this kind of like Judar. We can kind of like sense around, like we'll kind of be like, you Jewish? And then they'll be like, yeah, mostly. Like, like, like it, it is very much a thing. Like Jared and I saw each other from a mile away. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, let me clarify. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's Gentiles who are making the mistake. And they just look at me yeah, and see exactly. an awkward brown haired man and are like Jewish. <laughs> Jewish, yeah. definitely <laughs> with facial hair. They're like, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. Which is funny because we, you and I have talked about the fact that we actually Jews have terrible facial hair. We have awful facial hair. We just have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh I have my god! Normal Dude. relationship with my mom. That's true. That's true. No, every like God, I'm just going through, like, including myself, but also all of our Jewish friends, and it's just. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. But anyway, we should move on because this this is not actually a podcast on uh, ethno-religious stereotypes. Uh, No, but it could be. It could be, but we're not going to let it. So anyway, (laughs) welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. This is a film podcast. I, Rob, am a uh, a pedant and a cinephile. And uh, you, Rob, are... (laughs) <laughs> me rob me rob am a um i'm, I'm your name I'm is a, matt my name is matt well i have 
I, you know, let's have got, I'm flexible, but my name is Matt. And, I like that uh, we're I'm establishing in... up front that this is just going to be a train wreck. Like anyone oh, yeah. with standards has fled. Oh, Aaron yeah. loves it. But Aaron, 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 Aaron is cranking the volume up on this. He's woken up Ivy from her sleep after her hard work. And he's saying, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. This is one of, one of my college friends actually also listens to it because he listens to our other podcasts as well. And he said, why, why did like, what was, it was something like, why does Matt like progressively just sound weirder with each like new episode? <laughs> it's because I'm becoming more powerful. That's why anyway. I've been reading. Okay. I found a, I found a, I found a sacred text uh, website and I've just been reading them and perusing them, becoming infinitely more powerful as I read various texts of Kabbalah and esoteric literature. And uh, well, we were, we were, we were trying to establish the. Uh, the oh yeah, no, yeah. My name just... is Matt, and I've been in. Uh, what's it called? I've been. Um, I'm not so much of a cinephile as Rob. But, uh, but, but, but I've been involved uh, in various roles in the film industry for I hate this oh, bit. 50 years. 50 years I have, I have been. Uh, uh, when we started roles. this a month ago, up. it was like 20. Exactly. Yeah, it gets, yeah. If you do not notice, it goes up by 10 years every time. But no, I started off as a PA. You were and, experiencing uh, the Teamsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I drove so massive. It has like relativistic effects. I didn't even hear what you, you were, said. I was thinking about. I was thinking about myself. Okay, the bit is, I'm Rob. I like. I'm. I, we were assigning movies to each other that the yeah. other one will hate because I'm. A, I'm. I'm pretentious, and you are extremely lowbrow. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. That's okay. the whole bit. Here, here's here's the bit. Here's the bit. Rob assigns me movies from the Criterion Channel, and I assign him movies that I have to get the DVD off of eBay for five dollars. So that Pretty is much. that is. Yeah. That is that is that is exactly the bit. Yes, that is the bit, and, uh, okay. and it's a good bit, and uh, it's a good show. And and thank you for listening. Uh, you know, we don't say that enough. We don't thank our listeners enough. You know, in this coronavirus weirdness, you know, content is more prevalent than ever. You know, there's just so much content, and 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 really, for you to 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 take oh an hour. I mean, some of these have been almost two hours long. They keep getting longer. And. and they keep mostly because, be, mostly well, because, because keep, our, our like opening banter keeps getting longer. Well, because we keep getting more powerful. Okay, let's talk about Safe <laughs> by Todd Haynes, which was the movie that I assigned you from... Uh, and I literally oh. just finished. How are you feeling? I still have this, um, this head thing. What the hell is going on here? It's in the air. In the water. In our homes. Oh my God. It cannot be seen, cannot be heard, cannot be stopped. We can turn it on and off like a switch. We just don't know how to make it go away. It is not alien. Go back! It is not viral. You are perfectly healthy. You might want to consult someone. A psychiatrist. It is not natural to this earth. Your family and friends tell you that you're overreacting. Where can you go when no place is safe? It's out there. What year was it? Um, 1995. I believe that is correct. Yes, that is correct. Starring Julianne Moore and a bevy of character actors. 
Um, Can I just say up front, Julianne Moore is a dime. She's such a dime. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you, with you there. You Good, because you would have yeah. lost. Uh, yeah, and uh, justifiably so. You know, with, look, on, on, on this podcast, we stand Julianne Moore. You know, we absolutely stand Julianne Moore. Everything fantastic actress, great filmography, you know, very few swings and misses there. Great at choosing yeah. scripts. And yeah, you know, she's, you know, great looking, great looking, great looking dame. I just, you know, yeah. I, I didn't want to say that phrase, but I couldn't think of another ending. Yep. And no, so I just went like full like, 40s guy. Yeah. yeah. Listen, as someone that's been in the film industry for 60 years, listen, I've heard every word. Okay. So don't even worry about me. All right, Bobby. I hate this like Robert Evans bit. I hate it so much. Kid stays in the picture. Robert Evans. Kid Notorious. I watched that show. Did you watch that show? He had an Kid animated. Sh- he had an animated show on Comedy Central in the two thousands, I believe. And I just remember the plot of one of them was that uh, Martha Stewart had a sweet ass, and he had to get naked pictures of her. <laughs> this is a show about Robert Robert Evans. Yeah, yeah. And in one of them, he fucks Martha Stewart because she has a sweet ass. That. That is literally, I'm not being misogynistic. That's literally the plot of the show. It's just that she has a really nice ass and he discovers it because she almost drowns in his pool and he, and he gets blackmailed into having to take nudie pictures of her. I don't remember how it ends, but I watched every episode of it. It ran for one season. It was terrible, but I watched it all. <laughs> so you've seen that work of Robert Evans, but you've never seen like The Godfather. I've tried three times with The Godfather. I just think it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're here to talk about Safe again. Safe, which is uh, directed by Todd Evans. Um, no, it's we, not uh, directed by Todd Evans. By Todd Haynes. Jesus, Todd Haynes. <laughs> God, God, you see, amateur. Directed right, by Robert Haynes and Robert Todd Haynes. Evans. They're brothers, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah different yeah. brothers, which is why they have different names. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, which is how that works. Yeah, they're like this. Okay, I was. I was Never mind. Um, <laughs> they're like the Safety brothers. One of them is retarded. <laughs> it's not true. I, I, I don't know enough to correct you. You saw a Safety brothers movie. Yeah, we saw it together. Yeah. That, that was their, just... In their previous film, one of them played a character who was mentally handicapped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he said about it, he's like, yeah, we could have gotten like a mentally handicapped guy to play it, but that just seemed wrong considering and then i watched like the trailer of it right because i was like how wrong could it have been and then i watched the trailer and i was like that was the right call that was yeah, the right call like i get some, beat up a some lot. bad stuff happens to that guy yeah that's not a good yeah you don't want someone who with actual like intellectual disabilities just getting the shit knocked out i don't maybe you do rob maybe you're a sick fuck and you know what that could be true unlike like, me of, a in, student of the torah in the long and disgraceful history of like people without mental handicaps portraying people with mental handicaps. It's one of the more sensitive performances, I would say. I, I, I haven't seen the movie. I believe you. Uh, good Time. Check it out. It is incredibly stressful. Is it called um, Good Time? Yeah, which is not an accurate descriptor of it. It's a good movie, but you will not have a good time watching it. I might have a good time watching it. Much, <laughs> much, much like the other movie that we saw together, Uncut Gems, it is just about uh, a complete degenerate making a series of terrible decisions and suffering eventually suffering consequences for them so yeah it sounds like it sound, literally just sounds like my life so that's yeah fine. so it yeah. is a good time anyway yeah. we, we have been trying for like 20 minutes at this point to try and begin to talk about safe which i think we're both <laughs> avoiding because, it sounds, 
probably I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a while. But it's 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 I don't I, I have not gotten your reaction to it yet. Because again, you literally just finished watching it and hold off on I did. Okay. But I, I would describe it as an upsetting movie. Would you would you would you concur with that with that assessment? I yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I yeah. would. I took so, notes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's I have three pages of notes. So just uh, like a bare bones plot description. Um, yeah, you should Julianne Moore plays a, a housewife in the you know again it's set in the eighties uh, in like the San Fernando Valley. Her husband is I don't remember if it's like exactly specified what he does, but he's some big business guy. You know he, he does a he, suit to work. He's yeah he's a, he goes he's out suit wearing guy. He goes out and does business deals all day long, um, and you know she yeah. just sits in their massive mansion in the valley all day long and doesn't really seem to have much to do beyond like argue with like delivery men about the color yeah. of the like sofa yeah. that she got you yeah know, she spends and a yeah, lot of time yeah, like, like decorating this ma- this like massive house yeah. and like arguing with the the help in like yeah. sort of like spanglish um yeah. like going to aerobics classes like it's a very like yeah it's a very like sterile life is the word yeah. that i would use for it like yeah. the like the predominant like <coughs> there's like a, a todd haynes like repeatedly shoots julianne moore as just like an isolated figure in like an extreme wide shot like she's just very clearly a very lonely person like yeah. she doesn't have a whole lot going on in her life like mm. she's just surrounded in these like big cavernous like empty extremely well-appointed but kind of tacky like affluent 80s spaces yeah it's yeah yeah you know um a lot of bright colors a lot of bright colors like very like pleasing but kind of deadening at the same time decor it's like yeah her her like the mansion they live in is kind of like if muzak was a physical space yes exactly yeah Yeah. um She, like, hangs out with all these other housewives, but they don't really seem very close, you know. She seems to have trouble, like, articulating herself, you know, or really being, you know, very honest with people. Not not in terms of, like, she's going around lying. It's just, you know, she, she you get kind of, like, a former, like, beauty pageant vibe from her. Yeah, like, yeah, her. fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, she, she mentions at one point that she was, you know, grew up in the South, and you get kind of the sense, the sense that she was someone who did like debutante balls and something like she has a very yeah. managed personality, I would say. You yeah. Know? Everything yeah. is sort of about decorum and just presenting yourself in the correct way. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah, most of what she does seems to be like built around like maintaining an image, you know, whether it's again, like decorating this, this massive house they have or like going to aerobics classes so that she can, you know, maintain her like physical image. Yeah. Um, and there just really isn't a whole lot else going on in her life. You know, her, her husband has a stepson who, like, she seems to get along with well enough, but he's, like, a kind of a weird kid. Like, the only, like, real, like, sense of him we get is, like, him reading this paper he wrote for this class. It is just, like, yeah. it is just about, like, how gangs from L.A. are going to come and, like, just, it's real, like, super predator stuff. Yeah, just, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, no, I wrote that down. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, he, like, goes into, like, graphic detail, like, detailing, like, gang violence, but in this, like, way that, like, like you can tell he's, like, that rocks, but, like, you know what like, I mean? Like, I'm kind of excited to watch the Stallone movie about this. But, yes, like, exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Like he's uh, he's like he's yeah. definitely this, like a Fox yeah. News contributor who's like now yes. who like goes on about MS13 all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, in a way that's real... kind of like this is this is simultaneously like this is horrifying, and I kind of am excited to get to like reenact yeah. Death Wish in my own personal fantasies at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering considering the the age this kid would be in like the 2010s, he definitely wrote for the Black Crime Vertical on Breitbart. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. But anyway, so she's got this kind of just very sterile, lonely life. And <clears throat> what starts to happen is she starts to exhibit these weird physical symptoms of illness. You know, she starts mm-hmm. having fainting episodes and nosebleeds. And there's yeah. not really a, a medical explanation for it. You know, she yeah. goes to the doctor several times and, you know, you, it's it's very understated, but you get the sense of the doctor has a little bit of a feeling of like this crazy broad is just you know bored <laughs> and hysteric. You know, there's a he, you know he's an old white guy in the sense yeah. it's kind of just uh, just more more bullshit from a bored housewife. You know, you just you exactly. need to you need a spa weekend, hon. You know, yeah. Um, he doesn't say yeah. that, but you know, it's that's kind of the the attitude you get from him. But these you know these symptoms persist and worsen she has coughing fits you know um nosebleeds fucking vomiting like yeah. just yeah 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 it's like a bevy of symptoms yeah it's again it's it's upsetting and there's yeah. no real explanation for it you know and there's not really she's not doesn't really get much sympathy or understanding from anyone around her you know her husband is seems primarily concerned with the fact that she's no longer any fun at like dinners with clients. Yeah. Um, and that, and that she, he's, you know, she, yeah. and that he's not getting laid anymore. Exactly. Know? That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was real upset by that. Yeah. It's really, it's just, he, he also, you know, you, you see, you kind of get the sense that he also thinks that this is, you know, some bullshit Crazy she shit. made up in her head. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's just, yeah. it's standing in the way of him getting what he wants from her. You know, she's there to yeah. serve him. You know, yeah, he has exactly. to go out and earn money, and he needs her to like be a fuck doll and a pleasant companion at client dinners. Yes, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. That's she that, has that's, a role. Yeah, that's the arrangement that they have. You know, he earns money; she plays the you know supporting role in that whole whole deal. Um, yeah, and so eventually, where this leads is she she you know she she's coming out of a psychiatrist's office, and she sees a a pamphlet for. That, yeah, no, that just no, says, it's, it's her jazzercise class. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it's her jazzercise okay. class. I um, rocked them. I watched the movie. You, you have actually seen. I mean, you have you've seen this much more recently than I have. I I watched this a few weeks ago, but did not rewatch it like right before this. So it's fairly fresh, but there might be some slip ups like that. This so. is insane. How you watched this a few weeks ago? Yeah, bro. I saw like Red Heat yesterday, and I barely remember that. <laughs> yeah well we'll get into that but that's yeah. that's a movie that just slides right out of the brain <laughs> yeah yeah it's like taco bell you know what i mean it's not gonna stay in your system long no there's there's nothing there's nothing in that movie that would just that's that's <laughs> just i'm so we'll, happy we'll talk, I we'll talk about we'll, no, we'll, we'll talk about red heat in a minute but we will we will yeah but anyway um yeah, so she sees this pamphlet outside of her jazzercise class that just says, are you allergic to the, to the 20th century? Um, mm. And so she encounters this group that sort of, that, that, is, that advocates the idea of there being essentially like 
environmental allergies, that just that intoxicant, intoxicants in the environment generally, you know, pollutants, um, chemicals, you know, man-made things can uh, just sort of get into your body in a way that raises the sort of general toxin level and causes sort of a just wide-ranging bevy of illness, illnesses similar to what she is experiencing. Um, yeah. And so this, this idea takes root in her head and, you know, uh, she chases it down to the level where eventually she goes out to this retreat, essentially this sort of like commune-esque place run yeah. by this, this guy. What, what is the guy's name? That is one thing that I have forgotten. Oh, fuck. I completely forgot. Okay, but that's... his name is something like Steve? <laughs> something like Steve. I'm going to look this up. It's important. It's definitely... He's a ma- it's... Definitely an English. It's it's an English name. It's definitely it's definitely a name that is uh, that would not be uncommon in America uh, amongst the uh, white English speaking population. Uh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah. See, I was right. Yeah, Renwood is the name of the. You know, you get kind of like a almost like a rehab vibe. I was. Um, I literally wrote so much about that in my notes. Yeah. But yeah. But it's also like a little bit culty. Like his whole message is like, the problem is you. You know, mm-hmm. he he almost treats it like a, a mental health issue. You know, yeah. And it's simultaneously like an environmental allergy, but it's also something that you need to be able to control yourself. The reason that your immune system is weakened is because of negative thinking and bad behavior. You know, you need to get control of yourself, and then once you do that, all of these sort of you know, the external world will cease to be a problem. You know, it's very much mm-hmm. like this, this is your fault. Um, yeah. And that's really the movie. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck else could you say without getting into, like, weird minutia? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, the... I don't, we don't need to get into the, the ending, but it's not like, this is not a movie with a hopeful ending. What, what the fuck there's is not, the ending? That's the thing. There's, there's, there's not really, there's not really much resolution. You know, the... The ending yeah. is her, you know, she's, even when she goes to this retreat in Renwood, she continues to get worse, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And the ending is her, like, essentially moving into this, like, isolated room within this yeah. isolated community. It's basically like a an igloo with, like, yeah. foil wrapped around it that's supposed to be, like, you know, there's absolutely no contact whatsoever with the outside world. And it's her, like, looking in the mirror, just, you know, repeating these positive affirmations that she's been told or essential to her like adopting the right attitude that will somehow by adopting this attitude improve her immune system and it's her just staring and dead-eyed in the mirror like repeating like i love myself today you know things like that yeah 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 it's just a really haunting like final image of someone just like trying to like essentially bully themselves into believing believing something that doesn't seem to be true you know because Really, this this movie is, I think, informed by like two major trends within the '80s, which were, were the AIDS crisis and like the self help movement. Um, and like, AIDS kind of like haunts the edges of the film. You know, comes up in like news clips a couple times. Um, it's uh, mentioned Peter has AIDS. Peter is HIV positive, but doesn't seem to really exhibit any symptoms of it. He's not yeah. really like. He's not a he's not a trust. He has Magic Johnson HIV. (laughs) 
he has he has a lot of money you know he's well, rich. yeah exactly they, they, sh- they show that he has this mansion overlooking this retreat center you know it's clear that he is he's getting rich off these people suffering like he's he's not a benevolent figure he you know, he comes off very new age and welcoming but his his message is like fairly malevolent i would say mm-hmm. um yeah no yeah he sucks as uh, i just want to read something i wrote in here uh uh this is about peter uh bro i wish i had a parody right now for you bro uh, i didn't write parody i wrote something else uh, i wrote a i wrote i wrote a type of uh well it might or might not be a type of weapon i won't say none of this is actionable i'm also a lawyer he's a fi- uh, he's a fictional character matt i don't think you can find a fictional character well if i could i would because i hated him no 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 i mean I just have... in terms of like legally act like actionable like crimes you you, you can't be sued Are for threatening sure? darth you can't be sued for threatening darth vader matt he i have thoughts exist. about darth vader too he's a bad dad uh okay well then well then well then i said i wish i, I had a gun for him uh and if i did uh uh i won't say what i would have done but man man i really did not like peter i really i really hated peter i hated peter a whole bunch i hated all of this let me just say i found incredibly called out by this movie this movie. Yeah. So movie, I, I, I've yeah. done my lecturing bit. I want to get like your reaction to it. Yeah. So go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, so, so that's the thing. So, so this movie, this movie exists in a frame where it kind of like very much mirrored my life. Right. It's cause like, you know, for those of you that don't know, if you didn't know this about me, I grew up uh, fairly affluent in Bethesda. Right. So mm-hmm. like, you know, right. It's not exactly like, it wasn't exactly like, uh, as they portrayed, you know, like we didn't have like, you know, servants, but like, I mean, like I had like a live-in nanny, you know what I mean? Right. So you like, did. So yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah, had yeah, live-in yeah. help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So fair. Yeah. Okay. So I did. So that's the thing, right? So I had a, you know, right. And, and, you know, I, I opposite side of the country, you know what I mean? Like, you know, roughly when I would have been. We get it. You, you grew yeah, up rich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I grew up rich. Yeah. And, and that's it. And the only thing I was going to say was that is like, shifted 10 years in the future roughly you know what i mean but like but like but like yeah no a lot of the like um like like a lot of like i just kept thinking about like a few years back i was talking to like um this woman who like me and her someone like best friends like i've known this kid since we were six right (laughs) i just remember like 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 we were talking and, and and i was talking to her about like you know, I, I, I think I was talking about like, oh, yeah, no, I like working in a grocery store. I'm getting involved in my union and everything. And she was like, you know what, Matt? You know what I think someone needs to do? I think someone needs to stop the healthcare industry. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? I didn't say that to her because, you know, she's someone very special. But like, it's that kind of like, I don't know. There was something about like the vibe of like the wealthy that like, that like, you know, which is like the world I grew up in that like really fucking like, this movie portrayed incredibly accurately like that kind of like you just kind of like do things right but like there's not really any substance to them it's all kind of like sociopathic almost like psychopath like just kind of like 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 you know oh you go to your aerobics class and you have these like very kind of like you know like like like, like it's 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 everything i don't know i don't know it, it, it just my reaction to this movie was that uh it fucking sucked dick but i loved it uh, basically, right? It's like big because of how it made me feel. Um, what's it called? Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, like, like I get like being that kid who's like, damn, like violence seems cool as shit. Everything here is so boring, and I have every need taken care of for me, and I don't know what to do because I'm just a piece of shit kid. Like I got that, 
the fucking but then also at the same time uh spoiler alert uh, i've been to rehab and this this fucking like todd haynes must have gone to rehab like he absolutely must have like because like the way that he captured like because i don't know if it's specific to just the place that i went to but like but like the the way that like it portrays that kind of like that self-help culture right where it's all about like you and improving you and there's something wrong with you and you need to be improved and it's about you like 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 it's it's my my reaction to this movie is uh uh um is uh fucking first off uh what's it called this reminded me a lot of the of of the the avenging angel or whatever the exterminating angel yeah, I got it. Yeah, okay, I was close. Yeah, you know what? The movie's title is originally in Spanish, and I believe it translates differently, Rob. But anyway, uh, yeah, so The Everlasting Angel. There's reminds me a lot of that, because, like, the, basically the thing about that movie is, like, all of this, like, weird decorum and everything, and, like, oh, like, you, that's just not done. You know, we all got to keep up appearances. And that's the thing, is that, like, so much of this was about keeping up appearances, both, like, because the movie starts. So the movie starts with, 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 with Julia Moore getting fucked. But, like, and that is the only way to say but it's, this. She, it's, but it's like the most dead-eyed, like, yes, she, exactly. she's deriving no pleasure from this. Yeah. She is fulfilling a role. Exactly. She exactly. might as well be a sex doll. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I chose my words wisely because that is what is happening. She is just getting fucked. Yeah, she she like, is she not is... having sex. She's not really participating. Yes. But I mean, yes. the most, actually the most, I, what I found the most disturbing part is when her husband finishes, she gives him a little pat on the back and kisses yes, him. Yes, yes. Like she's got to like, per, per, yes. like encourage him a little bit. Like pretend yeah. she's she's satisfied. Yeah, like, thank exactly. you so much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When she's yeah. clearly derived no actual pleasure from it herself. No, no, she doesn't even pretend to. Listen, here's the thing. I've pleasured every woman I've ever been. <laughs> I'm not gonna say okay. that. No, Let's no, please no, not. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. But that's the thing. But like, you know, like, like some women like will like kind of like they'll ham it up a little bit. You know what I mean to make you feel good, right? And that's nice, right? She doesn't even do that. This is a purely transactional. And that's what I wrote. Like every one of these relationships in this movie, basically until like until she starts to get into like the environmental illness people is incredibly transactional you know what i mean it's all yeah. about right like 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 oh like what's something like like the person who she says is probably her best friend like the cool little thing that they do together is they both go on this weird fruit diet you yeah. know what i mean that like she does and the doctors immediately like that's ridiculous you need protein like stop this yeah. you know what i mean but 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 like that's the thing is that like all of these all of these relationships are all built around the idea of continuing this very nice little upper class life that they all have. Like even that one woman talking about her fucking brother died, right? And then the woman talking, it's her best friend. And then mm-hmm. talking about how her brother died, she's like, yeah, but anyway, did you, you see our den? They totally fucked it up. I'm suing the fucking Right. There can't, you can't ever get any like too real in these There's no depth. And, and, and that is the disease that plagues the wealthy. That there is no depth to them they are not even paper tigers for they are not they are blank pieces of paper on it are written not but dollar signs and when my vengeance is no i'm kidding no but that's the thing i would i I think that one of the most like like one of my favorite shots when i think one of the most revealing like individual images in the movie is you know i mentioned that like kind of like the repeated motif is just her 
Julianne Moore, oh, yeah, like alone, in like, in, in a, alone in like a, a very wide shot, like just surrounded yes. by like these very sterile landscapes. I think the the most like one again, one of just my favorite like versions of that image is her in the psychiatrist's office because you know the the doctor eventually recommend essentially thinking that her whole illness is psychosomatic recommends yeah. her to a psych- psychiatrist or a therapist or a psychologist. Um, and it's her like sitting in front of this big giant window and you can kind of tell that there's like some kind of natural vista behind it, you know, maybe a garden trees and such. Um, yeah. But the, uh, the shades are drawn. So it's like just the silhouette of it. And it's, she's like repressed anything like natural or real. It's yes. like, it, it's, it's only there as a shadow, you know, you can, they're cut off from any, like, both in the literal sense of, like, they just, they occupy these very, like, sterile spaces yes. where there's no, like, nature, um, and they're, you know, subjected to all of these, like, man-made pollutants, but it also in the, the more, like, metaphorical sense where there's no, like, there's no blood pumping in, 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 in any of their yes. relationships, yes. you know, that everything the, is very yes. managed. Yeah. Yes, to quote the great Charlie Chaplin in his movie, The Great Dictator, uh, what's it called? They've become machine men with machine minds and machine hearts, right? And yeah, what's it called? And, and, and that's the thing is that like what I was thinking about about this was was like I wrote this thing right where like she's talking to the woman who's her best friend whose name I forget and who gives a shit, right? But so she's talking, she's talking to, uh, she's talking to her, and I wrote that like okay, okay, like everything she's saying is like correct, right? She's talking about like you know like like we buy all this fucking food and shit like that, but like we never look at like what's in it. You know what I mean? We don't know what's in it. We don't know how, we don't know anything about like all of this man-made shit, right? But like, what struck me most was that like everything she's saying was like, yeah, on its face, objectively correct, but she still sounded insane. And, and, and it kind of hit me was that like, at that moment, she has like a glimpse of, a, of an idea of kind of like what is going on, but she doesn't have an actual true like analysis of it and like a, and 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 furthermore any sort of like solution to it right and so she seeks that and she finds that in this goddamn place renwood which i thought the entire time was called redwood until like the last 20 minutes of the movie where they have it written up and i was like oh fuck but 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 that's the thing but even that even that even that is not i mean there's clearly not an actual solution because people at that place are a lot of them are getting worse, including her. She has a goddamn, like, Carposti sarcoma-looking fucking thing on her goddamn head, and she, right. it's just fucking keeps getting worse and worse. That's the thing. The other thing about this, this is, like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's all about AIDS. But, but, but also, like, I, I kind of kept coming back to this idea of, like, of, like, there are these things that are issues in the world that are problems in the world, and, like, fucking everyone agrees that these are issues like even like the wealthy right like 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 you tell them like you know the shit that's wrong and they're like oh yeah for sure but then that's the thing no one is willing to actually do anything that really that really addresses these problems right we just kind of want to throw something at them that is going to be the least offensive that is going to be the least um actually changing right right and we'll produce because the other thing i kept thinking about is how much is all this fucking shit that she's going to cost you know what i mean right like 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 like, what if you're like a poor person with like environmental illness, right? Right, with this made up thing that she has that who knows if it's made up or not? Who knows? Right. right. I mean, I think that that is that's worth noting. It's it, the movie doesn't answer whether or not this is actually just psychosomatic. Yeah. Like it's yeah. we don't know. Like, yeah. but either way, like there is something like wrong 
with her with life. Her, yes. Like whether yeah. or not like that is just in terms of the like spiritually deadening lifestyle that she lives, just yes. in terms of like having no like genuine human connection. Yes. Which, you know, I it's not unreasonable to say that would have physical effects. Like if you Absolutely if you take that far enough. Or oh yeah, no, I lived in, a, I lived in legi- an apartment for a month and didn't leave. And buddy, let me tell you something. There are right. effects. I bathed in bleach, but that's also because I got MRSA again. So that could be for many reasons. My point being is that but, and that was in Los Angeles. So But uh yes, regardless, the uh like the message that she gets from 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 this community specifically, and then just I think again you're you can infer out into the world at large is that whatever the issue is, like, you're on your own. Like, yes, exactly. Which, exactly. I, again, uh, is, is informed by... Sorry, keep going. Is informed by the AIDS crate, I think, by, by a lot in the, you know, the sort of Reagan-era 80s, but specifically by the, the AIDS crisis. You know, Todd Haynes is, you know, is, is a gay man, and most of his movies... Or not oh, most, but a lot of... Yeah, he is. And a lot of his movies kind of revolve around LGBT themes you know uh, that's yeah. like a big part of like far from heaven and um carol both of, yeah they're both great worth watching uh velvet it is a movie Line, called carol yeah it's about a lesbian relationship in the 50s i was gonna say is it about is it, is it about this carol because her name oh my god her name is carol yeah well a... i didn't even think about that yeah dude yeah well that's because i've been in the industry so long but anyway it's you know the the reaction of the government in the in the eighties was you know, there is no AIDS yeah, exactly. you know, to yeah. just not acknowledge it whatsoever. Yeah. You are yeah. on your own. This is yeah. this is your fault. You have been behaving incorrectly, so yeah. now you have to die. At best, this. yeah. At best, calling it grid and being like, or gay, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just gay plague. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard the audio of that like of that like reporter like in the goddamn? He's he's a he's a White he's House at, reporter at the White House press briefing, and yeah. he brings up something about AIDS, and they all just laugh. They they all laugh at him, and then they're just like, "Oh, why do you want to know, Bill?" And he's like, "There's what?" They basically they basically call out. They make they, they joke around. The reporter is gay for even being worried about AIDS. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that that yeah. anyone would have any concern over a yeah. a plague that at that time had like a ninety five percent fatality rate. Yeah, indicates that if you care about this at all, you probably take it off up the ass, and that's a that's that's at yeah. best a joke. Yeah, exactly. At best yeah. a joke, and at worst, you deserve to have it. And honestly, all the people that laughed in that, Rob, all the people that laughed at that, all the people that laughed at that, you know what? They're perfectly comfortable right now, sleeping in their beds. Where listen, if I and I'm gonna mute myself for this. So just so you know, he's just making a lot of like violent hand gestures. Yes, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Not actionable, not actionable. All parody. My point being though, is that like, and that's the thing is that like, it's so funny because I think all of that goes back to this whole thing of like money, right? Because, you know, I won't go too far into it, right? Because it's not my business to go into. But someone I love very much had someone that they loved very much who died of AIDS, right? He very tragically died of AIDS. He was very young. Right. And, 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 and I talked to, um, uh, to this person's family. Right. And, 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 and this person, um, you know, right, right, right. Who died um, in, in the last kind of years of his life, 
he like basically became like a motivational speaker, right? He would go and he would talk to kids about like, you know, right, right. You know, not, not like little kids, you know, right? I think he would talk to little kids about like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm still a person, you know what I mean? But then also, mm-hmm. you know, he talked to older kids, you know, the importance of safe sex, the importance of, you know, right. Of, of, of like, of like being responsible, right. Right. Of like, this can happen, but you know, like, like, but he met Magic Johnson. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'm talking to his sister and the sister is, and, and it wasn't just his sister, it was his mom, it was the whole family. They're all just like, they're all just like, Magic Johnson's fine. You open up all those movie theaters, he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's the right. thing. The difference between Magic Johnson is an NBA basketball player, a very wealthy man. This man sold insurance. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, 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 and that's the thing is that like, like it, it, I, I just kept thinking like, what would this movie have been like if Carol didn't have money? You know what I mean? Like what on earth, like, like if she still had to go to her goddamn job, right? You know, right? If she still had to work eight hours a day and then go home and take care of the kids, like what would this have been like? And, and, and that's the thing is, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, think we're, we're talking about, I, I'm going off the rails, Rob. Right. And I, I think that's, that's why. Me. You broke me. Don't. Or, uh, God damn it. Well, now I got to edit that. Now but, you got to edit that. But yeah. that's, I mean, I think that's, that's a fair point because that's, that's why I said it's, it's informed by the AIDS crisis, not it's about the AIDS crisis. Because it's, exactly. it's also... It's, it, it is just sort of generally about the, you know, sort of the, not to get too pretentious, but, you know, buckle up, just, you know, the spirit of the Reagan 80s, which is whatever uh-huh. the problem was, you're on your own, you know, whatever, yes. whatever help you, you yeah. would have expected in the past, it's gone, you know, yes. and that's, that's yes. why I think you see the rise of like the self-help movement that Renwood yes. was based off of at, at yes. the same time, the message yes. of which is, if there is a problem, it's your fault, and yes. Yeah, and you are the only one. You are the only one who's there to like to fix it. Yeah, so I'm just curious. Did you catch this over the very beginning? Because I caught this because they, they one of the first things is that you know they're all talking about like this some fucking self help book that this woman read in her goddamn mm-hmm. jazz or size class, whatever. But then they're shitting on twelve uh, step programs, right? Right, right, because yeah. they're like it just becomes another. Day. Which is funny because the twelve step programs, the, the the difference being between them and the self help program is the twelve step program is a, very much about helping other people. You know what I mean? It's a right. much more altruistic program versus the self-help programs that are all about you. getting yours. Yeah. That are all about improving yourself. It's, and not it's even kind improving of flipped. yourself We're, to help anyone. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, but it's, it's looked on a more fundamental level too, because it's, it's, you're here to help others, but the actual condition is not your fault versus the yes. actual condition is your fault and the end your, your goal should be to help yourself help yourself exactly yeah. exactly which there's is, literally is, like one of yeah. peter peter the 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 sort of the cult leader at renwood again he gives these sort of like kind of like lectures that are you yes. know it's very like new i've endured like, so many of those buddy i've endured yeah. so many of those it's it's you know very like yes. gentle new agey like yes. wearing big baggy pants and comfortable sweaters yes. and the fact he wasn't burning sage very... was the only thing I had a right. problem with here. Because they, 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 if this movie was a little bit more realistic, that motherfucker would have been burning so much sage and hitting those goddamn bells and shit. God. One, of, one of his lectures is about how he 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 recommends he he practices and he recommends everyone else practices just abstaining from the news entirely, like yes. just because it brings a negative energy into your life. You don't want to yes. know what's going on with anyone else or the world at large. You just want to worry about yourself, you know. You, because if exactly. you worry about other people's problems, yeah. you're bringing negativity into your life and just negative thoughts, yeah. negative thinking, 
that's your problem. You know? Yeah, the El Mazote massacre. Yeah, don't worry. You don't have to know about that. Well, let's be honest. They weren't reporting that in the Western press anyway. But, you know. That's, but it, that's, it speaks to a larger issue of don't, don't worry about the person next to you. Yeah, don't worry you know, about that's it. The, exactly. That's the essential, exactly. essential idea. Don't worry about exactly. the person next to you. Which is so interesting because, like, they're all there doing the same thing. Like, like, like it really is kind of like a recipe for solidarity. But the, but, but the, but the, but the message is, is that, like, yes, we are all here together doing this for ourselves. This is not about you're – not, you're not here to help anyone else. This is, don't, don't worry. If you help someone along the way, that's fine. But, like, make sure you're helping yourself. And remember, only you can help yourself, and it's your fault. And well, But also, I can help you. And I live in this big house, and my name's Peter, and oh, my God. Oh my but God. even even before she you know, contracts this either psychosomatic or environmental illness, like the world that 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 line of thinking has created is, I mean, the way this is shot is really it's it's like a horror movie, you know. Yeah, the, the, exactly. score, the score to it, exactly. Like the, the opening credits are like just uh, a, the POV shot of a car driving up this their long driveway, yeah. you know, at night. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's it's scored by like these like David Lynch synths. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which, Very like, the synth whole, wave. Yeah. Yes. The whole yeah. score of the movie is just these these sort of like low rumbling like kind of John Carpentery or yeah. David Lynchy like unsettling synths. Yeah. Like which is funny feels, because like the synths of that time like like because like, that's the thing because like John Carpenter. It's not warm exciting yeah, synths. Yeah, it's, yeah. Again, it's like the it's thing. Not synths. It's, yeah, it's not jump. It's not jump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I honestly, the entire time I was watching this movie, no shit, I was like waiting for a jump scare. Like, honestly, yeah. like, like that is the environment that he creates. And, 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 and in a way, like, there is no jump scare because that's the thing. This is an invisible horror, right? This yeah. is something. It's creeping dread this, yes. is it the is. experience. It it's is. not terror. It's just creeping building dread. Exactly. Yeah. And, and honestly, that ending, like the way it ended after Gentile Jared tried to fuck her, uh, which is what I just, what I started calling that character in my head. He looks like Gentile Jared. That guy. What's that? What's that actor's name again? Um, I don't. Oh God knows. James Lagrosse. That's him. Yeah, he's he's like a character actor. Like this this movie is like stock full of like that guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that guys. I kept being like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, like several times. Um, what's it called? They even got fucking what's his name? Um, what's the dude from Breaking Bad? Hank. He's in that as a as a yeah. As a movie. Um. He's one of the movers. Um, yeah. God, I should remember his name. He's great. Uh, Dean Norris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is very much like I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. I don't really know that I have too much more to say about this. I mean, I mean, I mean that's the yeah. thing. It was a really good movie. I mean, like it's one of those movies that it's like. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't like my favorite movie that I've seen so far, right? But it, like, it would be weird if it was anyone's favorite movie. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. an enjoyable watch. Like, no. I don't, I don't know when the next time I will rewatch this movie is. Yeah, it's one of those movies that it's like I've seen it, I'm good. You know what yeah. I mean, right? Like, I never even heard of this. Well, then again, I haven't heard a lot of these movies yeah. uh, beforehand. I think that's the Village the Voice named it as the best movie of the '90s, but I imagine you don't read their their, their film bowls.
I don't know if the village voice exists anymore. I think it does. I think it does. I just don't. I, I think it's like one of those other things because nope. it used to be a paper. No? Uh, it stopped generating content online in 2018. I think it was, you know, one that got like bought out and then whichever like hedge fund bought it decided this isn't worth the trouble anymore. They tried to unionize or something and then they just immediately. No, no, they were like, yeah, no, they I decided know. I'm just they were. A joke. They decided they were going to pivot to video and then when that didn't work because it never works, they just ashed it. Yeah. That's so funny that there are just these websites that you just like enjoy for like like years and then they just go like cracked like i was a big cracked guy and now like yeah like just i am not at all i am still mourning deadspin like i don't even yeah really follow sports anymore i just i loved like just the writing staff they yeah. had they had gathered at deadspin like it was it was fantastic it was one of those ones that every time i i opened it up i was just i was pleased by something on it, it yeah was lovely it was all like alternately like funny and insightful and moving and just yeah. like like so dumb. Like they had a whole like like just section just dedicated to like videos of like sports guys getting hit in the nuts. Yeah. Like which yeah, I like, love. And then they could also yeah. give you like insightful reporting on like the like labor issues in sports. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like it was yeah. they covered a wide range of stuff. Like half of it wasn't even related to sports, which is half the reason they got shut down. Yeah, but, yeah. Fucking I mean, Buzz technically they still, still exist, but I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but like Cracked technically still exists, but like everyone that was funny on that, they all if got David, fired. Yeah, if David Roth and Drew McGarry aren't at, at, at Deadspin, it's not Deadspin, fuck you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 but, and, and that's the thing is that I keep thinking about, and, that's, and the thought that's going on in my head over and over again is, you know, that Gramsci quote, you know, the old world is dying and the new world struggles to be born. Now is the time of monsters, which I know isn't the exact quote. That's the Zizek uh, summary of it, but it's a much better quote. And my, my point is, is that this is the time of monsters, people. So you need to become as powerful as you possibly can by reading Kabbalah and by, by studying your Torah and by reading esoteric literature, which I have been, which prepared me, I think, very well mentally for this movie. I think if you had given me this movie a year ago, Rob, I would be a... Sh I, Jackie literally said, I swear to God, if Rob fucking breaks you during the middle of a goddamn pandemic, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill him or something. This is, this is the one that I thought would break you. Um, yeah, it, just it, because it, it, it is like... So, like it's a it's a tough pandemic watch especially yes, yes. just watching someone yes. like experience like yes undiagnosable symptoms and like gradually yes. declining in health for yeah, like, and until the point where they need to be cough. isolated from all yes. society yeah yes yes and as someone with a persistent cough who has been experiencing a little bit of shortness of breath this week uh yeah that's the thing i think i think here's the thing here's what i'm gonna say here's what i'm gonna say if we're playing battleship you hit all right but here's the thing you hit my aircraft carrier all right. So I got a lot more. You're going to have to, it's going to take a lot more than just that one hit. The thing you did not hit the patrol boat. Yet, uh, Rob, I almost said your last name again, because I'm good. I'm good at podcasts because we, we've been podcasting together for goddamn two and a half years. And I still don't know not to say identifiable information on the podcast. But my point being is that, listen, if I had, if I wasn't being made so powerful by my contemplation of the, of, of the Sephiroth, then yes, yes, this might've destroyed me. However, as I've said, I'm becoming increasingly more powerful. And to your friend who is worried about my mental state, don't worry. I'm vibing right now. Well, speaking <laughs> of unspeakable destruction, do you want to move on to Red Heat? Dude, Red, dude I want to move on to Red Heat so bad. 
Look, uh, just out of curiosity, how do you Soviets deal with all the tension and stress? Vodka. Police Captain Ivan Danko came from behind the Iron Curtain. Danko, you're welcome. <laughs> Hunting down his country's deadliest criminal. What did he do? He take a leak on the Kremlin wall or something? I need cooperation. Sure, whatever you're saying, I'll meet. Now, he's about to team up. What do you say? He say, go and kiss your mother's behind. With the most unpredictable cop. How you doing, honey? Drop dead. Thank you. On the streets of Chicago. You look like Marvin Hagler to me. I lost money on Hagler. Capitalism. He's got his own kind of style. And body language is a beautiful thing, isn't it? He's got no style at all. Chicago cop never relinquishes his weapon. Here. Ridzik is a good cop. Police! And a total expert at fouling up. You did not make it, Victor. You kill a Chicago police officer, Chicago gets him first. I have my honor. With this much friction... I give up. This whole thing's very Russian. There's gotta be heat. I take care of this. Red heat. Yeah. Okay, want, okay, okay. Because that's, that's actually, like, a great... I feel like this is a great chaser for safe, just because yes. it's, it's, like, the least serious movie we could be oh, talking oh about. Oh, my God. Like, if I had to, had to, like, if we had to follow up safe with Sniper Special Ops, like, just... Yes. Just this would have ended like Jonestown. Just we we would have to kill ourselves. But you know, Red Heat. Mother, you know, mother, 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 please. Why don't you Why don't you tell us about Red Heat, Matt? Okay, so let me tell you about Red Heat. Okay, so Red Heat, Red Heat, Red Heat is a movie in which Arnold Schwarzenegger, an Austrian and the son of a fascist police officer, uh, plays plays a Soviet um, a, a, a member of the uh, Militia. Right, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Right, a member of the Soviet uh, police force. Um, what's it called? Uh, in like late '80s uh, Soviet Union, right? If the movie um, was came out in 1988. There's no reason to think it was set in any different year. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that, that's the other it, thing. It, I was it did of. not come out as a period piece. No. No, it did not. Well, that's the thing I kept thinking about was that like literally, what's so funny to think about is is. The, these roughly the exact same time period, like, like almost exactly the same year yeah. as because Safe <laughs> takes place in 1987. So just imagining in fucking Chicago, these hijinks are happening, and then like in LA, just this woman is going insane. I could, I could, I could imagine one of the clean heads ending up in Redwood. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, one of the clean. Which, by the way, what were they? Were they supposed to be Nation of Islam? So, so yeah, so there's this like prison gang in the u.s that's like they they seem like they're you know how like black gorilla family kind of this yeah like how like after the black panthers some of the like remaining guys got into some like weird shit or like half of them like still ostensibly marxist but just like kind of ended up as drug dealers like yeah yeah the black gorilla and also family. like yeah, kind, really just yeah. A gang now yeah yeah but also just like basically uh like kind of a cult at the same time Ex- like, like yeah that's the black gorilla family yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. They're like so, fairly so, minor they're... players in this film, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The clean heads, they call them. Yeah, because they all have shaved heads except for their uh, leader, Abdul Elijah. Only the le- Yeah. Only the leader is allowed to have hair. 
Yeah, but That's he's a... not allowed to have eyes. So uh, yeah. jokes on him. But no, but um, but no, no. So so Arnold Schwarzenegger is. But also this... points out that he, despite being a Marxist, he does not need testicles because he is a man of God. Yeah, which honestly, I I related to so hard. Uh, what's it called? As a as a as a fellow man of God. Uh, no, but uh, but 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 so so Arnold Schwarzenegger is basically the Soviet cop, uh, who's who's after these uh, Georgian drug dealers, right? And and it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which, Hold on, before which, you go any farther, I just one of one of the, my favorite things in this movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is ostensibly playing a Russian, yeah. identifies Georgia as Georgia, comma Russia, as if it is exactly like yeah. Illinois, yeah, 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 yeah different yeah, exactly. countries, yeah. separate it's republics, so completely different. Just I just I just when 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 that happened, I just heard so many Georgian nationalists' heads explode. No, just, no Georgian saw this film. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, well, because if they did, immediately they would have given them the South Aseta treatment. Uh, but what's it called? No, but but so basically, no. So 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 he he's placed the Soviet cop, which. But for anyone who knows anything about Russia or who's a Russophile as I am, what's it called? It's it's hysterical because he's just a German. Like he's just like a fucking Austria guy, just trying to do a Russian accent this entire movie and it's hilarious because he's just Look, very he's, clearly he, German. He's from Europe and it's it's not France. That means exactly. it's all the same. That's it. It's every single part of it. Exactly the same. Anything east of France is all just like lederhosen and communism. Exactly. And like uh vampires yes exactly yes exactly yes yes very much the yeah no i watched this movie with my wife and she just kept saying like oh my god this is so racist and i was like i know (laughs) in just a number of different ways exactly insanely so but so but so uh so he's trying to take down these georgian drug dealers and his partner gets killed and so he does the thing you know he goes to the funeral but he stands off to the side and then he gets sent so so the georgian drug dealer escapes to uh, America, where he then gets arrested, and so uh, Arnold's well, in America. He's setting up a drug deal with these yes. these black militants, the clean heads. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. To 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 bring, to bring five million dollars worth of cocaine into into Russia, from, which is from the U.S. into Russia. Which I don't know if that's like a traditional yeah. narcotic, Dur- route, especially yeah. during the Cold War. Yeah. Well, you know that goddamn reformist Gorbachev got in there, and look what happened. Whole country went to hell. But anyway, yeah, Glasnost was about opening the country up to some sweet Colombian powder. It'd be so funny if the if the to read this movie as a as a huge condemnation of reformist uh, revisionist uh, late period Soviet Union. Like yeah, Walter movie, Hill is actually a Stalinist. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he believes in Brezhnev. Yeah. Yeah. Which, he believes on, in let me, the, let me just say, science. I I was not. No, I, I was not as astounded to, to see Walter Hill's name in the credits as I was to see Tom Wilkinson's name in the credits of Black Knight. Yeah. But it was still a surprise because Walter Hill yeah. is like, I mean, he makes this kind of movie, but like he's made some good movies. Like he made The Warriors and The Driver and mm-hmm. Southern Comfort and yeah. 48 Hours. Like he's only, he, he did script, right? yeah. script, script drafts on Alien and The Getaway. Like he's, he's a yeah. real guy. Yeah, you yeah. know, not everyone bats a thousand. Not everyone gets to be Spielberg and just like make yeah. just the movies they want. I don't know make. what you're talking about. This is a great movie, but still, like, yeah. But so, okay, okay. So he goes to America. He goes to America, and uh, and, and he's put uh, right because this guy's in Chicago uh, to extradite back um, the uh, bad guy whose name I completely forget. And uh, 
Which, fun fact, you know what I think? If you look at the credits, the, the bad guy, he's not, like, he's not, like, like Slavic at all. His name is, like, O'Ross. Oh, yeah. He's, he's American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so funny to me. I yeah. don't know why. Like, I literally Ed. didn't pick that up. Yeah, his name is Ed. Yeah. It's hilarious. But, no, um, but, uh, but so, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so he gets so so he gets paired up with the Chicago PD, uh, which you know it's just a bunch of like character actors. There's the uh, fucking uh, the Herman Munster, whatever the hell his name is. Peter Boyle. Uh, Peter Respect Boyle. To Peter Boyle. Respect to Peter Boyle. All love to Peter Boyle. In Inshallah, Peter Boyle forever and ever. I don't know what that means. Anyway, but so uh, what's it called? No, but so so Peter Boyle. But 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 most and, uh, of all. Lawrence Fishburne, who is still young enough to be credited Larry as Larry Fishburne. I know, I know. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, God damn, this is an old movie. That's how yeah. he's still Larry Fishburne. But uh, no, no, no. But, uh, but, but most importantly, he is basically paired up with Jim Belushi, uh, which is, I'm going to say right now, is the funniest casting choice that this could have had. You okay, know so I, I, think, I think we just, we, we have to talk about, about, about James Belushi. Because yes, we do. So, he is playing just the most annoying man in the world. That's, that is his characterization. <laughs> yeah. Just the yeah. most annoying man in the world. Yeah. Just, and I don't think that's how they intended it. Yeah. Like, you know, because, again, Walter Hill is the guy who made, like, 48 Hours, which... Yeah. So Nick Nolte in that that movie is also playing a character that, like in 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 many hands, would be the most annoying man in the world. But in his, but they're in the hands of Nick Nolte, like yes, gruff but like charismatic. Yes. And if if you had handed this role off to like maybe Nick Nolte, maybe like um, Bruce Willis, this might have yeah, been a Bruce Willis would have been great in this. Yeah, it probably would have been a little early for him. Like this was the same year that Die Hard came out, and like. Yeah, he wasn't an action star before, like yeah. before Die Hard. He was the guy from Moonlighting, so I don't know. Yeah, but what the hell was Jim Belushi? Right, like hell, he made Forty Eight Hours with Eddie Murphy. Get Eddie Murphy in this role. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Eddie Murphy for Eddie Murphy for listen sucks now, what? bad now. Like does is not good now. I saw the Haunted Mansion in what, the theater in the eighties. Yeah, Eddie Murphy had fire in his loins back then. Yeah, he went yeah. out there in an all-leather suit and said the F-slur so many times. Yeah, but like... But, 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 so, and, and owned that, that room doing it. So they, they have written this character as like a, as like a schlubby, misogynistic, vaguely racist. Just like, you know, the yeah. like... The yeah, your standard issue like, Chicago PD. Exactly. Like, just donuts and, and, yeah. and, and misanthropy, like yeah. schlubby cop like yes. been on the job forever like comes from a family of cops yeah is just like you know probably calls everyone mick and polak and you know yeah just... well no well no not polak because he is a polak his last name yeah, is Ridzik. He gets to say so yeah, yeah 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 they were the first slaves but, he'd tell you but like you know has like strong divorced guy energy yes you know? yes yeah yes but james belushi suffers from the problem of being like too accurately cast i think <laughs> yeah we're exactly. like he's like actually as annoying as this guy would actually be yeah exactly like he, just, he just is this guy like you need you yeah, need he just who, should have been a chicago cop like he should have never acted and just become a chicago cop it would have been like, perfect for him i have not really i actually really haven't seen jim belushi in much i was trying you never to never like, watched according to jim 
No. Does that surprise that you? Was appointment, that was appointment watching at my house. I've seen almost every episode. Yeah, I was a Seinfeld guy. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, I was trying to think, and I think that, the only the – only, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's another just perfect encapsulation of the difference between you and I. You yeah. are a Seinfeld guy, and I'm an according to Jim guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. perfect. But, uh, yeah, so – the o- I was trying to think, and I think the only thing that I have actually seen Jim Belushi in is Twin Peaks: The Return, where I haven't seen that. It's wild, but um, it's literally like Showtime gave David Lynch like they're like, if we give you like a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars per episode, you do not exceed that budget, you can do whatever you want, and he did whatever he wanted. It is and like and he cast Jim Ger- Belushi. There are like. 8 billion subplots in it and one of them is like Kyle MacLachlan playing the like the the detective from the original series but he's like lost his memory and is playing this like idiot savant who just wanders around Las Vegas and like getting into like these like vaguely like comic farcical situations Mm -hmm. one of which involves sure but (laughs) At different times, involving like mobbed up casino owners, one of whom is played by by Jim Belushi, and it's just it's this weird kind of like he's like a threatening tough guy, but also kind of a like a lovable goofball. Yeah, and he actually yeah. like I gotta say he it was an endearing performance. Like yeah, like Jim this Belushi's, role. Jim Belushi is one of those guys that I know that I am supposed to hate, and just because it's impossible. I am nothing but a, a crowd follower. You know, I am not I am not a, a trailblazer. I just you know, yeah, sure. I, I guess I hate that guy. But the only actual exposure I have to him was like, you know, I had a positive experience with Jim Belushi in 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 Twin Peaks: The Return. Now, what about Red Heat? I understand why I am supposed to hate him now, just <laughs> thoroughly and completely. He's a I don't I again I don't. I don't know what he's like as a man, but he just <laughs> thoroughly loathsome in this movie. Like I, like like again, Walter Hill has like he's done buddy comedy. Like Forty Eight yeah. Hours, like launched like that whole like, Forty Eight Hours was fantastic. But like, so there's these two people who hate each other and are you know kind of annoying in their own ways, but there's some charisma there, you know. There's, there's something there that makes these people lovable and likable, and you understand why by the end of the movie they're, like, enthusiastically on the same team. Nope. Nope. Just, nope. 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 Does that happen? No. No. So, so, so let's get back into the plot real quick. So, so they're about to extradite him, and then they fucking – they get attacked by the clean heads and, this, and the Russians, and then uh, the bad Russians, uh, who are actually Georgian – Although this guy's last name actually makes me think that he might have been Ukrainian, but that's neither here nor there. Kind of a Russophile. I don't know if we've said this about myself. But anyway, right? But so then basically what ends up happening is the bad guy escapes, and it's, the rest of the movie is them getting the bad guy and, uh, and basically redeeming themselves. Uh, Arnold in the eyes of the uh, Soviet leadership and, um, and, 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 and Jim, uh, um, uh, Mr. James, uh, in the eyes of the Chicago PD. Uh, uh, and basically the whole back and forth is basically it's kind of like you know it's like uh east meets west kind of deal right uh, uh 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 played again uh by an austrian representing the east uh and 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 
What 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 what? It's, it's simultaneously like a buddy comedy and a fish out of water story. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I gotta say, and I was thinking a lot about this. This is so. There was all these action movies that came out in the eighties, right? There are all mm-hmm. these action movies, all these buddy comedies, right? And I gotta say, this is the wokest action movie from that milieu to ever come out. And and, and I say, I am he, going to have to make you defend that point because <laughs> there are just I don't. I, I know what you are trying to say, but there are just so many, like, countervailing arguments to, to that statement. Okay. So many asterisks okay. Okay. that must be applied. Okay, okay, let's do this. Okay, first off, first off. I know what you mean is it's, like, not entirely anti-Soviet. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, not. it's not. Which, honestly, I was it, shocked by. It was, it was I, I looked I this up. It. It was the first American movie to ever be allowed to be filmed in Red Square. Which is so fucking funny. This was the movie. And I think and I think that the scene where they did it from, because it's all, because everything, because they show a bunch of Red Square, because you know what it is, right? It's like, oh, Soviet shit. You know, oh, they show St. Basil's, the fucking church that everyone thinks is the Kremlin, because no one knows anything, because everyone's stupid except for Matt, right? But not only that, no, that's not true. If you're listening to this, you're a smart, you're a brain genius. You, you're very, you are, you are blessed and kissed by Hashem. Glory be unto him and to you. Uh, but my point being is, is that you're great for listening to this and thank you. But also, but like, it's all like sock footage. And, and, and my theory is because the very last shot of this movie, and I'm not giving literally anything away. The very last shot of this movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed up in, in Soviet, in, in his Soviet uniform, just saluting the camera and then he walks away and my theory is that is the shot that they let them shoot in red square which is so funny that is a throwaway shot that makes no sense that doesn't literally the movie the the plot goes it is resolved it's like okay well i'll see you see you you know cops are the same anywhere right we're allowed to like each other and then that's it right and you think the movie's over and then it's just a shot of arnold saluting the camera and and then it ends. And I think that that was the same. But anyway, no. But here's why I say it's the wokest. First off, zero white people. There's zero N-words in this movie, okay? Which I got to say, for an 80s action movie, this is still an incredibly racist movie. Okay, it is. But you need to compare it based on everything else coming out. So first off, zero N-words. Second off, yes, that's the thing. It wasn't entirely, it, it was, it was, I'd say, in terms of, in terms of, uh, 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 its treatment of Marxism and in terms of the Soviet Union, it was it wasn't incredibly fair, but it was pretty. Fa- it was the fairest thing to come out of the '80s about that. That it rises. Never, its yes. politics are basically why can't we all get along? Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is the thing, which of this milieu, because everything else. Everything else, because like you look at a movie like like the second Rambo, where he gets to go back to Vietnam, a country, yes. a country that that the that the United States completely fucked over and just killed four million people in that country, right? And destroyed the wildlife, mined it to shit, right? Like literally just destroyed this fucking poor country that literally did not do anything to America. And then the entire, like, like, that's the thing, but it's just like, no, evil yellow peril, kill them all. Like that, that's mostly how communism or, or how anyone in a communist country is depicted in all of these 80s action movies. This one at least had a semi-humanizing element to it, which okay, I, I appreciate. I, I, know, I know that you're very happy anytime there's anything even vaguely pro-Soviet. But, uh, of course, of course. I'm but, a Russophile. What can I say? Is, there, but the, you cannot call this movie woke. But, well, okay, 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 okay. okay. By, by our ultra-modern standards, absolutely not. But listen, all right? For- no, no, okay. The, the hero of the film 
James Maynard Belushi um, <laughs> he, he's just unrepentantly racist at all times. Well, right. yes, he does, okay. He but he's the American. Yeah. Okay. So comparing uh, this to, to 48 Hours. Yeah. I think, I think it's the best point of comparison. Again, same director, like same sort yeah. of idea. Fish in out of water. Of the of the film. Yeah. Buddy comedy, you know, yeah. buddy cop comedy. Like Nick Nolte in that movie is fairly racist. That's like yes. the, the he says the N word so many times. But it, it, I'm not gonna say it's okay, but it works in the context of the film because Eddie Murphy is there to counter him. Exactly. There is. A, yeah. Well, it's a, also a good movie. Yeah, there's a humanized heroic black man there to 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 give another voice. You know. Yeah. Some, if in this movie, it's just James Belushi saying racist stuff with. No one like arguing against that. All of the black characters in the film are are the black gorilla family, like drug dealers. Yeah, or or or, <laughs> or Larry Fishburne, who is who is his uh, who is his lieutenant, who is just a dick. Like that's who, a dick. He's like, the yes. he's the like he's the turn in the badge in your gun guy. Exactly. He's, yeah. 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 He's and the, he's a like, dick to both to both Belushi and to Arnold. Yeah, he's the like, yeah. he's the yeah, like. Yeah, turn in your badge and your gun, exactly. Yeah, because the, the guy is literally like, yeah, do whatever you want. He's the he's the cop in in every '80s movie who's like, you know, we we need to let we need just the the wimp, you know. The yes, one exactly. Like, the wimp in a position of power. Yeah. Um, we uh, need the, we need to release this pedophile onto this playground because you know he wasn't treated right by his mom. You know, the, like, exactly. The the straw man who's yeah. like set up in every eighties like action movie yeah. to like represent like effete liberal values. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I, I, I guess okay, okay, but, okay. It's and, not okay, a and then, movie. And then yes. the women in the movie, they're the only one there are two. Yeah. The first one, the more prominent, dies off screen. Um Yes, yes. And the yes. second one, the, the, the second highest billed woman in the film, and I think the only other one with speaking roles is listed in the credits as just Booker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you make a good, no, Jack, yeah, he's like, every movie you beside Rob has failed the Bechdel test. And I was like, and I was like, well, I don't understand enough of that to understand what that means, but I believe you're right. Uh, but no, 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 no. That's like, no, okay, okay. That's like, this is this is a movie from an era that yeah was incredibly misogynistic. I mean, not that we're any better, but but I also thought what was funny is is sorry, I just had a lot of I, I because it's the Chicago Police Department, and 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 when Jim Belushi, as a representative from the Chicago Police Department, starts telling Arnold about how you have to respect people's Miranda rights, oh, I laughed so hard. The that's, Chicago that's, Police Department is, during this period like literally operated a black site at which to torture people. Yes, exactly. They were not worried about Miranda rights. Sodomized a person. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, yeah. No, the blood yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Chicago Police Department at this time was more akin to the NKVD in the 30s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is that is that is that is that is who they were, but for Chicago. And 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 it's just kind of like Whoa, hey, Bob, whoa, hey, hey, Bob, this is America. We got rights, right? And it's like, it's, it's literally hilarious. And, and, but it, honestly, the, one of the best scenes of the movie is when they're interrogating that pimp, right? And mm -hmm. then Arnold just tries to like break his fingers. He's like, whoa, you can't do that. Hey, you can't do that. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, I know this I, works. Look, I'm going to pay you to get you some information. Yeah. I, and then he slips heroin. He's like, whoa, what is this, heroin? Yeah. I mean, this is good. 
this movie like it is there are there are moments that really work for me like when they allow Schwarzenegger to be comedic like he's he's funny like Schwarzenegger yeah. can do comedy well like the moment where like he's a funny guy there's there's this moment where he's like he's like on a, he's staking out a location and this guy like leans into the car to try and threaten him and be like hey you got to move this either move this car give me 50 bucks or I'm going to trash the car and he just leans over to him and is like have you heard of Miranda's like no, I've never heard of that bitch. He just punches him, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then, when Jim Belushi comes in, he's like, "Who's that guy?" And he's like, "He lives here." Yeah, no, that's the thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a legitimately funny man, and and, and I mean, that's the thing. If but, you watch this movie, because because the other thing I'll say about this movie, if you watch it, it's very jarring. Because my theory about this movie, which is insane, because it is a hundred and two minutes long, it's not a tight ninety. This is a 102-minute-long movie, right? And, 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 and that's the thing. I think a whole bunch of this movie was cut out, is my theory. Because, like, cause, cause like for instance, remember, like, they're just walking in the fucking... They're, they're, they're extraditing uh, the bad guy back, right? right? Remember? He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, that chess move, you are right about that. I was dead in two moves. And he's just like, right? And he's like, yeah, no, told you. And it's like, what chess move? What are you talking about? Like, literally, that all was... you're... Like, up until that point, all you're seeing is, like, He's very formally. They do set miss that up. Yeah, no, no. There are so many. If you do it, Matt. Yeah, that's what? that's in the movie. They what set was that up. it? Yeah, you just weren't paying attention. Uh, uh, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you need more of this movie. You, I think. You I want to know what you don't know what I didn't take notes on fun, it. That's my problem. I think the fundamental problem is one again. Jim Belushi is far too accurately portraying the most annoying man in the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and two, I, yeah. they just they don't really characterize Schwarzenegger well. Um, no. You know, they most they don't really let him be that comic for most of the movie. They don't really let him be much of anything. He just for most of the movie, he's just kind of an automaton, like without yeah. a lot of personality, which is also something he does well. Like I think his best role is is the Terminator because it, it best fits like who he is. You know, just oh yeah, fucking robot. Like the, the oh, really yeah. weird roles for him are where they like make him play like a guy named like pete and just try and pretend he's normal like either yeah. need, he's he's a fundamentally yeah. weird guy you need to yeah, lean he's into a big that. fucking monster you, you need see to, him yeah you need to lean into it one way or the other because this is he's like a refrigerator with a cup you either need yeah. to make him into like an, an alien or a robot or or a fig, figure of comedy but yeah yeah yes yeah. he's like kind of in this awkward middle zone yeah, no. In that very beginning scene where he walks into the cafe in 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 in, in I guess it's supposed to be Moscow, right? And he walks in, and everyone's kind of staring at him. And I think the subtext of that is kind of like, oh no, like you know, like the cops are here, like oh everyone's mm-hmm. kind of scared. But I was just I was just shouting at the screen. And it's like, no, it's because you're a freak, Arnold. You're a big freak. Yeah. If you walked into anywhere, that would be everyone's reaction because you're he's like the six foot two, fucking fucking Austrian goddamn robot looking motherfucker he's a he's a goddamn hard on with a crew cut like yeah like he's insane looking he's a weird looking dude which is that you know he's 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 cool is what i'm trying to say yeah so you you gotta you gotta take another crack at the script i think and you really you have to recast belushi yeah it's there's no no way this ever works with belushi arnold is best in the movies where it's literally just him being a big muscly kind of guy wielding an m60 with one hand and just mowing people people down like that like, like I, mean, I mean you look at it right a movie like predator right a movie like like like, like that's the thing there cannot be a safety on arnold arnold needs to be although that's the thing at the same time 
He was great. You either got to do that and just have it be total action, or you have to let him be funny. Kindergarten cop, a great a group, kindergarten cop, kindergarten cop. There's some action in that, but not a lot. But you let Arnold be funny because the whole joke is: look at this giant freak, right? Who's just trying to be normal, and it's very funny. Versus in this, he's 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 distinctly not normal because he's a Soviet cop so, in in eighty Chicago. I have a theory that you can you can tell the quality of an of an Arnold movie based on the the name of the character he plays. So yeah. So like Terminator, his his character name is just like T one thousand. Yes. I think I think that's the right one. That might be the like liquid one. No but, no no no. no. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think yeah, you're right. I think I am right. So you know that's that's correct. In in Commando, John Matrix. You know that's We're that's just, not that's not a name that you yes. give to a human, but it might be the name that you give to someone who looks like Arnold. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I also 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 how I, how much they 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 just completely skip over the fact that he is clearly not American. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so like like also I, great. A week or two ago, I talked about Raw Deal, which is this kind of like awkward movie that doesn't really feel like an Arnold movie, but they cast him in it anyway. His character name in that movie, Joey Brenner. Like, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot play a guy named Joey. Joey work. Brenner. Joey Isn't Brenner. Is that the guy no. that tried to kill fucking George Wallace? No, not George Wallace. Not George Wallace. What's the, who was the racist guy that ran for president? That's George Wallace. Oh, it's George Wallace? Yeah. Who's the civil rights guy? A lot. That's a that's a position that a number of people have held. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking of another Wallace. There's a Wallace who is not George Wallace. My point being is like, yeah. That's anyway. It's a good joke I told. So anyway, yeah. Like <laughs> that's that's my my Arnold Schwarzenegger name theory. Like the more believable, yeah. or like it really the more unbelievable the name, the more yes, believable. exactly. And, and yeah. you can kind of tell whether or not the film gets what it's working with based on that. Like, yeah. if, if you give the John character Matrix, a name, so cool. yeah, if you give the character a name that like only an alien would have, they understand what they are working with. If you give it, exactly. if you try and if you try and pretend this is just a guy, wrong, incorrect. Yes, go, go for Bruce Willis. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis is much better in roles. Yeah, but yeah, no, th- this movie, no, no, no. Uh, let me ask you: Did you like this movie? Because I know you were really excited to watch it. Yeah, I mean, again, I I really enjoy like cheesy '80s action. It is a lane that like I just I I, I enjoy being in, and and you know I I am forgiving of a lot. Um, so this is you know it. This is not one that I hated, but it's certainly like a a lower tier example of that. Like it's yeah. it's not one that I would seek out. It's probably not one that I will ever rewatch on my own volition. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, again, it's, it is, it is an, on the whole, even with like the script problems, it's like an adequate stew, but there's just, yeah. Belushi is just such a turd on that stew. Yeah. 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 It's spaghetti and sauce. Not the worst, but you know, you want some meatballs in there and you don't get any. Great and then someone took a dump bomb. Number one analogy. Wait, uh, what's it called? It's really, it really is just like I, I think it really does just. Cap- it, 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 it's nice to watch because it captures this time in America that none of us fucking that that that, that almost none of us fucking remember. You know what I mean? The eighties, everything's still dirty. You know what I mean? Everything is about, like all those scenes. I kept thinking about like 
what that area of Chicago probably looks like now, you know what I mean, right? Where they have like the CD motel, right? You're going to go to, listen, I remember when I was living in LA, I was like, you know what? I just need some, I just need some cheap place to stay. And the cheapest place I could find was $25 a night. And you know what? I almost stayed there, but I didn't because the girl I was dating at the time refused to stay there with me because of how many reviews that it said had roaches. And you know what? That's the thing. Those places are dying. And my point is, is that it was on Maryland Avenue in Los Angeles. And I kept saying, but I'm from Maryland, so we should stay there. And that's the thing. No one wants to stay there anymore. No one wants to stay at any of those places. There aren't any flop houses. And that's probably a good thing. But at the same time, where will the flops go? And my point being is that this was a good movie. And thank you for coming to my channel. So you enjoy this movie for the same reason someone, someone might enjoy, like, Midnight Cowboy. Yes, exactly. Like, just see, seeing a lost, forgotten, seedier world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like a, a docudrama almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the real the real star of the one... film is the real star of the film is Chicago. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, this is Chicago excellence we're seeing right here. It's also god damn it i just keep thinking i keep thinking about a member of the chicago police department saying to someone whoa 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 you gotta read them their miranda rights that's so funny okay i mean this is like just the vision of like policing in this movie is so insane like the yes. like the late great peter Boyle's like whole plan is like look we put our worst cop and a commie on the job that way yeah. when it all blows up no yeah. one can blame me Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Because 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 uh, I don't even remember. Because Ridsdick is a terrible, right? Is a good cop, but he sucks ass at everything, right? So who's gonna blame me? And the communist? Hey, guess what? He's a communist. So who cares? Not my problem, right? And then and like, is one of the they first kill they they kill several people. Also. Also, the best part of this movie is when, is when they finally get the bad guy and then Arnold just points a gun at Jim Belushi because Jim Belushi's like, all right, we're going to arrest him. Arnold never tells him. It's like, oh, yeah, he killed my partner too because he ends up killing Jim Belushi's partner. And Jim Belushi's whole thing is like, damn, I can't believe he killed my partner. And then Arnold, literally the entire movie, never says like, yeah, he killed mine too. He never says that. Never tells him that information. Not even yeah, once. I mean, I, I could have written. I should write this movie. Walter Walter Hill was like really like renowned as like a as like an action screenwriter. Like he was brought in to do like drafts on movies that needed touch up, like like Alien and, and The Getaway. Um, like, like I remember someone describing the he video had this game? like no, the Sam Peckinpah movie with Steve McQueen. It's um, not a real name. Steve McQueen, McQueen Bullet. I've seen Bullet, but. As someone described, he had this like really unique way of writing screenplays that someone described as just like images rushing past you like uh, trucks on the freeway. But Oh, that's like how so, I like, think. <laughs> but the point is like, he's like, he's like a, a notable screenwriter, screenwriter for like this kind of movie. Like he's I've he never like heard of him. sought after. No, no one has heard of screenwriters, Matt. Name I one have. screenwriter. What's it called? Me. <laughs> Okay, shut up. But <laughs> the point is, like, despite all of that, this movie needs another draft. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I feel like there's like, that's the most frustrating thing about this movie is because I'm watching it because I remember I watched it twice or, now. What's it? Or it, it's, it's also possible this movie needed one draft less because, uh, yes, there's in, in the credits, 
Like he had the first, he and I guess a writing partner had the first screenplay credit. And then the, there was another guy after that. So who had clearly written a different draft because it, the way that they credit screenwriting is if there are names that are separated by an ampersand, and then those two people wrote the same draft together. If they're separated by an and, like spelled out, they wrote different drafts. That's a um, stupid rule. So, <laughs> so clearly, rule. like, Walter Hill had written one draft, and then some other guy had written another draft. So it's possible it's, that, like, the studio, like, got them together. Got, what? And then they just spliced them together. Yeah, so it, it's entirely possible that the studio like got the first draft and was like had a bunch of notes, and someone else was brought in to like enact all of those notes, like make it more racist. Um, mm-hmm. Although, again, you know, Walter Hill like enjoy his movies. A lot of them. Yeah. Again, he he wrote he wrote a lot of N words in the Nick Nolte's dialogue in Forty Eight Hours, so that that might not have been a studio note. Yeah. Well, he actually dictated them. A lot of people don't know that. He never wrote anything. He dictated it all to one very, very traumatized woman in a typewriter. <laughs> that's how I'm choosing to imagine it. No, 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 no. That's the thing. No, no, there's, I think the, because I've seen this twice. The first time I saw it, I was a kid and I fucking loved it because I've been like obsessed with Russia like my entire life. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, this is bringing together my two favorite things. Buddy cop movies, like, act, like, like, uh, I guess three favorite things, buddy cop movies, uh, you know, a little bit of action, you know, in the form of Arnold and then uh, the Soviet union, right? Like, like, like my favorite thing, like, I don't know why I've just, I've literally just been obsessed with the Soviet union ever since my dad was like, yeah, we, our people originally came from Russia. And I was like tight. And I've just been obsessed with that ever since. But you know, what's it, like I didn't know that like Jews and Russians were like a different thing until like I was about 10 years old. Like I just thought that all Russians were Jewish. <laughs> like i just did it remember like meeting russian people and just being like you're not jewish just being very confused but no um well because also everyone i knew whose family was originally from russia was also jewish because i grew up in bethesda so it checks out but except for like every once in a while but anyway no um what's it called my point being is that like yeah like there's like somewhere in this movie in the in the casting or in the writing, like somewhere, this is a good idea for a movie. You know what I mean? Like, like it could have been even crazier if it was based in like the seventies during like Brezhnev. You know what I mean? I mean, it never would have happened. But like, if it had, like, there's somewhere in here is like a, a great buddy cop movie because that's yeah, such again, a you unique, just yeah. You recast it and you punch up the dialogue a little bit. Yeah, exactly. that's all. Yeah. That's all it needs. We should make this movie. Okay, I'm, well, so ser- I'm so serious. After 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 quarantine's over, we you and I should actually write a movie together. I'm not responding to that. Why aren't you responding to that? Why won't you do that? We could be like like uh uh um I'm trying to think of a screenwriting duo. The only thing they came up with we- Carol and Oates, which I don't think is a thing. Joyce Carol Oates? That is a single person who writes <laughs> short stories. Well, I didn't know that. We could we could could be like the Safety brothers because one of us is retarded. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'm gonna be carrying this this whole time. That is a callback. (laughs) No, no. I think I can write stuff. I don't think it's that hard, except for physically writing stuff. Matt, you don't even write out. You don't even write your texts. You just shout them into your phone. I wrote three pages for safe, 
And I don't know if you can see the handwriting. Can you see the handwriting? It looks like a child's. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I'm, no judgment. Mine does too. But it's writing is so physically writing is so hard. I'm so bad at it now. I can literally only read like half of this, which is yeah, probably I have, not great. I have never like that. I used to write in cursive. Did you know that? I have never been able to write in cursive. I have always just like written the words really fast without picking up my pen. Yeah. I, I, I retaught myself cursive and actually like fluently wrote in cursive for many years and then just completely forgot about it and do not do it anymore. But what's it called? No, I, uh, no, 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 we should write a movie. What's it called? We could, well, first off, we should either write a movie or star, or you write the movie and I'll star in the movie. Because I'm, okay, the, well, you, you do all the, like with every venture of ours, Rob, you do all of the work and then I will just be character, pure character. All right, so it sounds like we're done discussing Red Heat. Oh my God! Did we even actually describe the movie? I don't even think we did. We got enough. You know, we don't. I don't think we need to run through every single plot detail. This is not a recap. We just need to give the people enough to discuss. You know, so they understand the movie. Like trailer setup. You okay. Know? Okay. Okay. Well. Well, I, well. Well. So I think we settled with safe. Like, yeah, go see it. Whatever. But like. But like. But like. But like. Would you tell people this to go is- see? I, this has never been a recommendation podcast. Well, it is now, bitch. Uh, what's it called? Go see Red Heat, starring Jim Belushi as as the guy whose brother died, and then there uh, there are a thousand just like just eighties action movies that I would recommend before this one. What's it called? Yeah, well, if you've already seen those thousand, if you're on to number one thousand one, go see Red Heat, starring Jim Belushi and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not yet, though, but he will be one day, and you should go see it, and it's good. Okay. First movie shot in the Soviet Union. Not true. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're done with that. We're moving on. That's the end of that discussion. Okay, so do we want to talk about what we've been watching? I have been watching... Uh, I, actually, the only thing I've been watching is I've just been watching Matt Crispin. Uh, a member of a podcast called Chapo Trap House who recently took acid and found God. And I've just been watching uh, his, uh, his uh, Twitch streams and it's been pretty great. I've been watching that. I've been watching a lot of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I rewatched <laughs> uh, Lilo and Stitch. It's, 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 you know what? The songs are pretty good. The story's okay. My kids like it. Uh, honestly, I think it sucks. But what's it called? All right, you got Disney Plus, go see it. You're not doing anything. Uh, besides that, what else have I been watching? Uh, I've been watching a lot of those uh, memes of the Ghanan guys dancing with the, with, the, uh, with the casket. Those are all pretty good. Have you not seen that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I thought you were a cinephile, Rob. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what's it going? Yeah, so go see the meme. That's Is that it? it? <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed, Jackie has been bugging me to watch The Science of Sleep, a movie that I'm sure I'm going to hate, but I'm going to watch it because I love her. And I kept telling her, no, I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find it anywhere. Then the other day I was like, well, let me see if I can find it anywhere. And I checked and it is, it is available to rent from literally everywhere. So that was a tough pill to swallow. So I'm going to be watching that this week. I haven't seen it. It's apparently like Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, Insofar Almost as so close on that title. <laughs> Eternal sunshine of a mind that had spots. 
with starring Jim Carrey, not Jim Belushi, and and uh, Sophia Flowers as the woman. What? Sophia Flowers as the woman. What? What? Her name is something like Sophia Flowers in the movie. I haven't seen it. Made me cry, and I hated that it made me cry. I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and it made me cry, and Eternal? I literally got so mad that it made me cry that I oh. had to pause it and walk away and smoke a cigarette. Uh, that's. I'm so glad to know that. I'm just so happy to know that. Just, I, just crying my eyes out in rage that this stupid fucking movie made me feel something. Matt, no! Matt, 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 Matt Person, Michelle Gondry's biggest fan, cannot get enough of that Frenchman, deeply moved by all of his works, fucking cried his eyes out when he saw Be Kind Rewind. <laughs> Has never Another movie. been so moved. I, I, I listened to most death mathematics and then I listened to uh, the greatest song in the world and I shit my pants. Most deaf and, and, and the, the, the Jack Black are in Be Kind Rewind. I've seen the movie, Rob. It's on on VHS. I know. You cried because you love that Frenchman I, so much. This is, called, this is Michel Foucault, the, the guy in the Panopticon. Uh, what's it called? Uh, also a book I have not read. Uh, what's it called? I haven't read anything. Don't trust bald people. That's my, except for, oh, 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 I trust some bald people, but I don't trust bald French people. That's my What did rule. you find and most anyway. moving about Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet's relationship in that movie? It wasn't. Uh, it was all the spots on the mind. Oh, you know what? That's another movie with Tom Wilkinson. Is he? Yeah, he's the, like, the, the owner of the memory erasing company who's uh, sleeping with, uh, what's her name from Spider-Man? Kate I Winslet. Keep, I keep wanting to say Veronica Mars, but that is not right. No, it's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Kirsten Dunst. Veronica Spider-Man Mars, Kirsten Dunst. Veronica Spider-Man. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Sophia Flowers, a woman I made up. Because I couldn't remember Kate Winslet. Okay, uh, we need... So anyway, watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and cry like a pussy, like I am. <laughs> I'm just so big pussy. I'm, right. I'm, so, that... I'm literally, literally just having flashbacks to me being like, "Fuck this!" and just pausing it and just fucking just crying my feelings. eyes out. You're of just my you're secretly a francophile. Well, that no, I hate them. I hate them so much. You hate the, you hate them because they make you they make you feel human in a way that you can't you can't accept. They make That's you cry. Right. You're That's too moved right. by their. You're too moved by their like. Uh, whimsical sentimental works of art that's right that's right i've been to france and i went to france and I, and i met all these americans crying the whole time me, just sobbing walking down the street walking seeing the seine the river and 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 all those bridges that they put locks on and just snipping every one of the locks as as with my makeup on and, and, and a single tear rolls down and erases the mind makeup. And then a gargoyle falls off of Notre Dame and kills me. And then Tulsi Gabbard comes and calls me a worm. And I finally come. All right. Well. Too real? Is that? I don't think real is. So anyway, yes, yes. I probably don't watch Lilo and Stitch. But yeah, you can watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's probably fine. <laughs> great movie. Yeah, I didn't cry. But, you yeah, know, great movie. <laughs> Oh man! Fuck you! God damn it! God yeah. damn it! God damn it! Oh my god! I hate that I told you that.
I'm, that just makes me so happy. Just, I also cried at what dreams may come, but I feel like everyone did. I haven't seen that. No, it's fine. You're fine. Sad. It's one of those movies that, you know, they make those movies that are just sad to, like, be sad, and then everyone cries in them, and they're just sad. Stupid. Why are you making sad movies? Why don't you make a movie like... I like Red Heat. Say, well, that's the thing. I was going to say The Color of Pomegranates, but what almost came out was The Color of Purple. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not a movie that's known for being sad. I, like I said, trucks on the freeway up here, buddy. Trucks on the freeway. <laughs> so is that, is that everything that you've seen? Should we move on? Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know what this, anyone got out of that. But this, is, this, has been, this has been a loose one. Well, they've been increasingly loose, but I'll tell you something. Uh, uh, our wit is sharp as ever. All right. That's so, the opposite of loose. It's sharp. Shit. So I have, I have watched too many movies. Okay, in the last hold on. This motherfucker right now is on his phone. He's made a list. No, I didn't make it for this. I, I, have, I have been doing this for years, Matt. I keep a list of everything, of, 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 of all of the culture I consume each year. I literally don't bully you enough. I need to bully you more. Well, you see the list? Oh, see, my God. The list, the list. Oh, my God. Se- separated the- by medium. Oh, my Just- God. Oh, my God. The moment we get out of quarantine, I'm giving you an Indian burn. No, you'll be too busy crying over French films. <laughs> I'm just watching the red balloon and fucking yeah. sobbing. Weeping and, and punching yourself because you're so mad. <laughs> I hate them. I hate how they make me feel, Rob. Ah. All right. So, again, I watched too many movies this week. Like, literally last Sunday, like, all I did was watch movies. I'm very ashamed of myself, but not really. So I'm going to do, like, a quick lightning round. Just keep this moving quick. Wait, is uh, that just in the last week? What? Is that just in the last week that list you said you showed me? Oh, Jesus Christ, Matt. <laughs> well, yeah, hence my reaction. No, Jesus. Okay, no. Although, again, still, it's, it's still going to be too long of a list. Just reading it off to you. Okay, so first up, right. quick. Going quick. Mate One. This is a movie that would make you incredibly annoying, much like Yojimbo. It is about a wobbly-led coal miners' strike in West Virginia during the 1920s, like, oh, coal wars. Oh, my God. As a former <clears throat> wobbly, it would speak to me very much so. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's got Chris Cooper and James Earl Jones, who's doing, like, career best work, uh, directed by John Sayles, who made, like, a lot of, like, made and continues to make a lot of, like, left-wing movies about people yelling at each other in rooms about politics punctuated by violence. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a... Uh, it's a good bleak time. Yes. Um, mate one, yes. check it out. Um, yep. Mate one. Mate one. M-A-T-E-W-A-N. Mate one. Named after the town in West Virginia. Um, Not a real that is, place. Yes. It's a real place, real incident, historical facts stated. True facts stated. True um, facts stated. Um, that is one that I got on Netflix's disc service. Uh, it's kind of hard to find. That was the only place I could really find it. It's probably find it. available from it somewhere, maybe. But for whatever Check reason, eBay. <laughs> there's probably a DVD on eBay, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. But, Everyone has DVDs you're trying to get rid of. You check eBay, you're fine. All right, moving on. Hollywood Shuffle, directed by Robert Townsend. Um, it's kind of like a... Uh, Bobby did that one? Bobby Bobby Townsend. 
It's a comedy from the 80s. Um, it's kind of like a, a series of sketches. There's like a loose plot, but it's it's mostly like these sort of like parodic, like satire, um, like individual sketches. There's a lot of like, you know, it's a first movie and it very much feels like it. It's very uneven, but when it, it, it really works, it really works. You know, it kind of feels like a like a, a precedent to something like Chappelle's show or Key and Peele. Um, there are a lot of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a lot of, of, huh? A lot of n words. Jesus Christ! I was gonna say a lot of like recognizable faces in early roles. You said the n word a lot on Chappelle's show. I watched that show. That's true, but no, I don't think it's. I don't know that it's used in this movie. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad to hear that. It's a horrible word. Unless I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, you made it weird, man. What? I, no, I did. You made it weird. I made it. Normal. I did not. I was. Yeah, I was you're about not to talking say, about n words. I'm talking. No, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Okay, this is this has been completely derailed. It's it's a fun movie. It is okay. A, yeah. So it's a movie, not a sketch show. I mean, again, it's 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 a comedy that kind of like unfolds as a series of sketches. But All right. It, it, I was making a comparison to other like sketch based. Are you um, confusing movies. sketches with scenes? Those are different scenes than the movie. Right? No, I'm 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 actually not, Matt. Are you sure? I've, I've seen that movie. Anyway, uh, Hollywood <laughs> Shuffle. It was available on the Criterion <laughs> Channel, but I believe they have taken it down, or like it's. It has run out their licensing of it. So Janus it, it, Films strikes again. It's it's not a Janus Films release. Um, but, <laughs> but it's probably available for rent on like iTunes and such. Um, it's fun, you know. Uh, next up, Drunken Angel, Kurosawa, one of his early ones, nineteen forty eight Yakuza movie. His mm-hmm. first collaboration with uh, Toshiro Mufune. Also mm-hmm. has uh, Takashi Shimura, who was also a frequent collaborator. Oh, Takashi Shimura's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's well known if you're in yeah. a Japanese film. Yeah. Godzilla, yeah, Seven Samurai. Yeah. 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 You've got to tell me. Okay, shut up. Um, it's Mafune. It's not where I'd start with Kurosawa, but definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, you'd start with that one where the guy gets cancer and everyone cries. That's where you'd start. Moving on. <laughs> three, three, that's on the Criterion channel also. Uh, next up, 310 to Yuma. Western. 50s Western. Uh, 50s were kind of the golden age of Westerns. Like, you didn't watch the like, remake with, uh, with the uh, angry Australian man? Oh, yeah. There is actually a remake from 2007 with uh, um, Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Uh, I actually really like that as well. I saw that. I think when it came out, uh, directed by James Mangold, who's kind of like a... Mangold? Kind of like Mangold. Oh, okay. Mangold. I got scared for a kind second. Like a, a, you know, he's kind of like a studio journeyman, but like really solid track record made. Like Logan. Oh, James! Uh, James, yeah. Jesus, okay. Logan, uh, Walking Line, myself, Ford vs. Ferrari. Um, yeah, just shut up. Let me talk. Um, so yeah, I actually really like the remake. I think it actually does the ending a little better. Um, but the original is great. Um, you know, again, it's a like fifties were kind of golden age of the westerns. Like they're getting more like 
psychologically rich and morally complex, like without like going like full revisionist, um, which you get like starting in the 60s when you get like Sam Peckinpah movies, like the Wild Bunch that really kind of like totally blow it up. Um, Matt is just laughing because he's just giving me the opportunity to just totally lecture here and I am taking it. Speaking of Sam Peckinpah, next up, The Getaway. I mentioned that earlier because it was co-written by Walter Hill, Steve McQueen movie, Solid Entertainment. Um, and, you know, uh, that was also on the Criterion channel. Last one, finally, Straw Dogs, another Peckinpah movie. I did a little mini Peckinpah marathon. But I think Man, you, lo- you love that Peckinpah, don't you? Well, I don't know. Straw Dogs. I, I think you want to peck and paw him. Weak. That's pretty weak. But no, yeah, Straw Dogs was enough peck and paw for me. That is one of the most like disturbing and misogynistic movies I have ever seen. Um, Wait, is that the one they remade? They did remake it with James Marsden. It really did not work at all. Was it with James Marsden? I thought that was the one with Justin Timberlake. No. No? That was Alpha Dog. That was Alpha Dog. Different movie. But this is... uh, (laughs) Dustin Hoffman, who plays like a nebbishy like academic who moves to England with his English wife and like is like promptly like tormented by this like crowd of like English toughs um, who get like hired to work on their their home, including one guy who's like his wife's ex boyfriend, and it just goes to some really like disturbing places about like masculinity and sexuality and like. Does he get it's cut? like, kind of, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to get into it too much, but it is like an effective movie, I would say. It is trying to be disturbing and misogynistic, and it, it hits the mark. I mean, Peck and Paul is like a skilled director. It's like well put together, but it's just pretty repugnant. You know, so if you're ever looking to see a Dustin Hoffman, like, re- or like, do like a hard R version of Home Alone because um, the ending is, is basically like is basically like hard R Home Alone with all these like English chavs trying to break into this house to like kill him and he's like defending the house with like bear traps um, God, very gory damn. yeah like and like just like just hitting his wife to get her to shut up and that's like he's like Triumphant emergent, emergence in the masculinity. So, I'm uh, not recommending. Yeah. Sorry, can I tell you? I just remembered something I said in the middle of safe. Yeah. When she gets into like with like the environmental illness people. Yeah. I just I just shook my head and said, "Women and magic, man. <laughs> <laughs> Women be loving magic. They all believe in magic. Every Sorry. one of them." <laughs> And it holds up my theory, my grand unifying theory of all women. They all believe in magic. You might I, see. I was gonna say that I, I was very much not recommending Straw Dogs, but you might actually like Straw Dogs. I don't know. <laughs> I have a little streak in me that might like it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Does she do magic in it? Uh, she does not. Well, that it's shown off screen, or I guess that's the opposite of being shown off screen. (laughs) Yeah, I had nearly enough Mountain Dew today. That's my problem. That's that's the the too many movies I have watched recently. 
So yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Well, I mean, well, three of them were all by the exact same person, so you really only, only two. Well, well, it felt like three. Yeah, no. So Peck and Paul made the the getaway and Straw Dogs. Three ten to Yuma. The video game by Delmer Daves. You can't make video the same game? joke twice. I think I just did. Hold on, give me give me one second. I want to look something up. You're gonna look at the video game. It's a good video game. I'm I am really actually. It takes place in the UK, so you got to drive on the opposite side. That's confusing. It's very hard to get a gun, too. My problem is with the UK. The drive on the wrong side, and hard to get a gun. All right, let's assign each other movies already. Okay. Okay. Okay, who goes first? You or me? I can't remember how this works. You go first. Okay. You, Rob, have you ever heard of a movie called Duck Soup? I have. I've seen it several times. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, well, good, because you're going to watch The Love Guru. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Available for streaming on Netflix, The Love Guru. You can't even tell me that you can't find it. It's literally streaming on Netflix. You're watching The Love Guru, bitch. You're going to watch it? Starring Mike Myers and Mariska Hardigay over and over again, because that's what he says. He says Mariska Hardigay over and over again. Same joke, over and over again. It's great. Listeners, if, if this is the last episode of this podcast, just know it's because I killed myself. I just, <laughs> you I just love Guru. opened so my wrists and, and let it flow. Uh, and, did you think for a second that I was going to give you duck soup? I am disappointed in myself to say that there was a brief glimmer of hope. Because <laughs> so many, like... I have I have legitimately tried to like make you upset, and I have broken you with a couple of these films. But you've always been like, I enjoyed that. Like you've been exactly. like openly hate one just because I don't know. There's spite, uh, sheer spite. I, the will to triumph. No, not gonna say triumph of the will. Never mind. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> cancel. Cancel. Parody. Cancel. Cancel. Parody in the game. Oh my God! Wait, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So you for, for a moment, for a moment, maybe Go I'm ahead. like, he's gonna give me a good movie. I love the Marx Brothers. Just because yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you like took me for too stodgy to enjoy that, or or nope. or, or just <laughs> had a moment of genuine human compassion. You know? We've known each other for four years. You think no? You, I think you would know me by now. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Me giving you red heat was me giving you your dessert. This is your 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 beets. You ever eat beets? Probably at some point. Yeah, this is beets. Yeah, you get to watch. You get to you get to watch the Love Guru, a movie I saw, folks, in the theaters. Say it with me. I saw it in the theaters. Matt sees all these terrible movies in the theaters, and I watched and it. So many people walked out, but I did it. I stayed in there, and uh, it's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad. There, you'll be I don't fine. believe that. <laughs> You're actually, actually, I, I'll be fine rewatching it. You're not going to be fine. You're going to hate this fucking movie. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I just... I feel like you've told me I'm I'm gonna be in the first wave at Iwo Jima. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's where I would put you. That's where I would put you. I put you in the first wave as a joke. <laughs> it's a goof. 
right, well, oh, I just you have nothing. You literally, you literally, you literally can't touch. I me have nothing. I have That's nothing. Right. That's I gave, right. What are you gonna assign me? I gave you safe during a pandemic, and you were like, it "Was a good movie." <laughs> I'm untouchable. I don't hate any of them. They only make me stronger. And honestly, Matt, there is there honestly is your friend should be worried about you, not me. I'm doing great. You're the one who has to watch the Love Guru. There really, there really is a part of me that just that just wants to like evangelize for good movies. And you're the you're the you're the you're the you're the, you're the test monkey I've got right. Yes, now. so actually, it's very hard for me to be like I, I really want to give you something that that you'll hate, but but this is the this is the this is the place where we find ourselves in. So <laughs> I don't I don't even know. I don't I I don't You're this trapped is, this in is, here with me. It's the Panopticon. I, I I feel like I feel like I am Stalin and I've just heard about Hiroshima. Like there's just I have no answer to it. That's right. That's right. So That's right. I guess you're you're doing dog tooth. That's your assignment. Dog tooth? Oh, let's, let's see. What is this? It's, it's on the Criterion channel, as, as, again, almost all of these are. What do you mean almost all of them are? That's the only thing you've sent me. You just keep giving me. Let's see. Dog tooth. It's about a fish called the dog tooth fish. That seems That's weird. incorrect. Dog tooth. Oh, oh, it's about a dog. Also incorrect. Okay. Hold on. All right. All right. So far, I already hate it. That's good. That's that's promising to me. Okay. Well, just based on this guy's name, Yorgos, fake name. Oh, he's Greek. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. How do you feel about the Greek? Greeks. What? They're just us without money. <laughs> all right. Maybe I've got you. What? They need to calm down. Uh, they they tried to fuck with us one time, and you know what happened? Hanukkah happened. That's what fucking happened. Don't fuck with me. That's right. Send your ass packing. I'm going to be cut and not eat bacon. Fuck you. So they say to the Greeks. All right. Well, I'm, I might finally have your ass. I actually That's love exciting. the Greeks. I love them. But I, but, I, but I hate the name Yorgos. So. Gonna have to, I, I got to start assigning you films from colder climates. I got to start getting into some like scandinavian films honestly if you assigned me the seventh seal i would probably scream at you that's good to know that's, that's good to know i literally have 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 made myself i've i every time i say they keep recommending me clips from it on youtube and i keep saying i will not but it it is looks boring it's like skeleton chess. art I'm gonna. What, I like the skeleton art, but I don't like their skeleton. Well, no, I do like Edward Munch, but that's not the point. The point is, is that I like it when I don't have to watch it because the, the having to watch what's it called, making sure I'm not waking anyone up with my ravings, uh, which is what I do. No, but having to watch, imagining having to watch, it's just stupid. I don't like. Mm. Right, I show. Well. I went to Sweden one time and. and and I showed my friend from Sweden and his girlfriend, I showed them the Swedish chef. And I was like, this is what I've heard the entire time I've been here. And they were like, we don't sound like that. And I was like, you absolutely do. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, look forward to insights such as those next time we talk about Dog Tooth 
on the vlog video. Challenger used to keep guns with the silencers. Black. Spasmodic. 